Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Brian McFadden joining us. You can catch his work, CBS Sports HQ, covers all things football. You can catch the podcast, All Things Covered, with Patrick Peterson, two-time Super Bowl champion. He joins us here on the show. So I don't know that game manager needs to be a negative phrase, We are trying to come up with a definition for it. A game manager, and please uh, either agree or help me kind of, um, you know, massage it before I send it to Webster. I think a game manager, Bryant, is a quarterback who does what they need to do to win, but then we as the public can look at them and say, yeah, but you're no good. That's where I've settled on what a game manager is in terms of the discussion we have around it. Um, I think that's fair. I think it's fair also in in regards to the public eye, they kind of, you know, belittle a quote-unquote game manager at the quarterback position. I think game managers, I think quarterbacks clearly, general, generally speaking, are important. But if you have a guy who's considered to be a game manager at the quarterback position, they can win you ball games, they can win you Super Bowls. And when you talk about having a playmaker at the quarterback position, if you want to be real, there's only a few playmakers at the quarterback position currently as I see it today. And those are the guys that are clearly closer to being elite than not being elite. Um, so it's always been the case in the National Football League. I think you go back to de- go back to decades of decades of football, you've always had a category of quarterbacks that we consider to be big-time playmakers, guys that can do it and do it in a in a in a in a high at a, at a high rate, you have guys that are considered to be more so managers of the systems, and they do it at a good rate as well. And ultimately, they win both. They both win ball games. If I'm, you know, playing defense, so if I'm going to, and this is perfect to ask you, if I'm going to put myself in the defender's shoes, if I know that I have a game manager as a quarterback that I'm facing, I don't know. I I, I would expect them. All right, there's going to be some dinks and dunks. They're going to throw maybe a little underneath. Nothing's going to be too crazy. I would think the opportunities for us to really get big plays off of this guy are minimal. I would almost want to face a superstar who I would think, all right, he's going to run a little bit. Maybe I can get a hit, force a fumble. Maybe he's going to get a little greedy and chuck a ball down the field. I would almost think that there's more opportunity as a defender when you're playing one of these quote-unquote franchise quarterbacks than there is somebody who's just out there not looking to make a mistake. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it because 
I consider game managers to be quarterbacks that take what you what you give them. They don't mind nickeling nickeling and diming you down the football field. They don't mind taking the easy throws, right? In regards to a playmaker, I think playmakers are a little more, you know, more dangerous. They like taking timely chances. They have a cannon for an arm. What they want to do, they want to air down the football field. They have great big-time accuracy. What they want to do, they want to fit the football in tight spaces and tight windows. So when you talk about those guys compared to guys that are a little more cautious in how they throw the football and the chances they take, yeah, the opportunities for you might not be the same when you talk about guys that take more chances as a playmaker-type title. Talking with Bryant McFadden here, uh, writer than you, Bart Winkler, in for Bill today. I think, um, obviously, the big story coming out of the NFL this weekend, there were a couple of them. I usually think if the Cowboys get a blowout win against a rival on national TV, like that will be the, st- the straw that stirs the drink all week. But it takes something massive to overshadow that. And I think something did. I think it was this Chiefs thing where they reacted very strongly the, to the Kadarius Tony offsides penalty. And I don't think, like, when Patrick Mahomes is yelling and when Andy Reid is yelling, and sure, they've kind of walked it back a little bit. To me, I don't look at this as, like, they are mad that a call got uh, decided that took away, like, a very cool play. That That's part of it. I think this is frustration boiling over that the receivers have all season – been the cause of some of these losses and really this is unfamiliar territory for them they could be there's going to be an AFC championship it looks like not in Kansas City for the first time in five years I think and maybe you agree or disagree or have more insight but I think that all that frustration you're gonna you're gonna look at the ref and yell at the ref and yell at the rules but I think this is a team that is in an unfamiliar setting and they're not really sure how to deal with that right now yeah, because they've been the cream of the crop for the AFC for such a long time, it feels like. As you mentioned, the playoffs usually run through Arrowhead in January football. But it's safe to say, based on how we see it right now, yeah, there's a lot of football left to be played, but they might not have that luxury. And if they're not careful, they gotta, they better keep their eyes on the Denver Broncos because they're playing some good, pretty good football. And right now, Kansas City is kind of trying to figure things out. But I like their chances to win their division. But, you know, it, it, it seems a little more it, – it seems, it seems closer now in the AFC West compared to what it was two months ago. Right, So that's because of the traction of the Broncos and how well they've been playing and some issues that we're seeing from Kansas City. But, yeah, the the issue also offensively is the lack of production from the wide receivers. And this is a group of guys that are extremely young, and they're still trying to figure things out, and they haven't really cemented themselves in this offensive structure as reliable guys. Week in and week out, you don't know who might be the best wide receiver option for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, Rice has has shown flashes here and there, but he hasn't really been super consistent. No surprise there because he's a rookie. Sky Moore, I really thought we would get more from Sky Moore in his second year in this in the organization. We really haven't seen a lot from him. Marcus uh, Valdez-Scantlin has been up and down in regards to catches and drops. And Kadarius Tony. You know, he, he has some mental lapse as well. So that's why, that's why we're not seeing the offensive firepower that we've seen in years past. That's why we're not seeing Pat Mahomes 
put up MVP like numbers because the wide receivers have been inconsistent. And I'll do it, and I and I'll warn more you in regards to just how inconsistent the wide receiver units have been. If you were to rank the wide receiver units in the AFC West, you probably would have no no prop not probably you would have Kansas City wide receivers dead last in their division. I think if you were asked to ask that question to a consensus of football fans, where would you rank Kansas City wide receivers? Just in their division alone, the AFC West, I think it's safe to say the majority would say they would be dead last. Well, I might extend that even to the AFC. and Maybe even the NFL. It's been a tough year for Kansas City, and I'm glad you mentioned Denver. You're right about that. A couple months ago, you think Denver's toast and Kansas City going to the Super Bowl. There's a one-game difference in the standings between the two teams right now. So that should be interesting as we watch these playoffs kind of unfold where really everybody, even if you have bad records, everybody but two teams are still technically alive. The Carolina Panthers eliminated. And then in the AFC, New England, and there's been so much discussion about Bill Belichick this year, and there's been some reporting in this week that they already know the decision. They're going to move on at the end of the year. And there's a lot of different angles to that. I just wonder, like, for a guy like Bill, you know, he's so close to the Don Shula record, and it does seem like, you know, this is something, how how do you imagine him not coaching? How did he imagine his life without football? I just try and, to figure out a spot, like, if it's not New England, uh, I don't know where else he would go, and I wonder how likely of a possibility it might be that, that maybe he does call it quits, or I don't know if he's, like, in take-a-year-off mode, I think he would have to keep coaching, but I don't know. I don't know if like Washington, maybe we can say, I almost, I I don't want to, I don't want to ignore the possibility that maybe Bill Belichick is just done is what I'm saying. Yeah. And Bill is the only person that knows what he will do. I think if the fire is still there for him to coach, he coaches, he will have options. Now, if he feels like he has nothing left to give the, the game, then he may step step away or take some time back. But I think I think he wants to coach again. That's just my personal opinion because, you know, he's been doing it for such a long time. Football has become a part of his life, a substantial part of his life. So I think he still wants to fill that void. And if so, I mean, the Chargers probably would be a great destination for Bill Belichick and solely because they already have an answer at the quarterback position. And looking at what he's been going through over the last few years, especially this year, the uncertainty at the quarterback position has provided an element of losses for Bill Belichick. So I I highly doubt he will want to go into a new situation, coaching a new organization where you don't know exactly what you're going to get or have at the quarterback spot. You look at the NFC, a quick one on that conference where San Francisco is looking very good. They had that stretch where they lost three games in a row. There were injuries, so it's easy to kind of um, see why, but they've just been dominant otherwise. And then if you look at the two other teams in the NFC that could reach them, they've blown them both out. (laughs) One was in Philadelphia. The other, they had Dallas on a Sunday night and beat them. Between Dallas and Philly, is there any team that you look like? And Dallas just beat up Philly, so maybe that's the answer. But is are either of those teams, Dallas or Philly, would you put them close to the Niners? Because it seems like, I mean, again, months ago we were saying this about the Chiefs, but it really does seem like the NFC is, for uh, it's the Niners to lose for sure. I agree. I think it's the Niners to lose. You can tell revenge is on the Niners' mind. 
because they had a great shot to get to the Super Bowl last year, but an injury to their quarterback uh, prevented that. So what we're seeing right now is just the fruits of their labor surface once again. They're a talented team. So they're the number one dog in the NFC, NFC. And I would have Dallas number two. I think what we're seeing from Dallas right now, they're playing some of the best football uh, we've seen from that organization in quite some time. And looking at Dak Prescott, he's been so consistent. Uh, the offense has been very, very explosive. C.D. Lamb is looking like a top five wide receiver in the National Football League. I mean, their offense is, is, is clicking. The offensive line being healthy really helps their offense. And the defensively, you know, they, they have a great uh, uh, a bunch of guys that do a, a phenomenal job putting pressure on the quarterback. Now, it's all about what will happen if those two teams were to face off again. Will it be a different outcome? I think so. I still think, and I'm just hypothetically speaking in regards to Dallas facing off on San Francisco in postseason play, I, mean, I still would take the San Francisco 49ers, but I think this Dallas Cowboys team that we're currently watching is a better group of guys, better team than what we saw months ago when they went out to San Fran and took one on the chin. One last one for you, Brian, uh, about the alma mater, Florida State. I, I mean, we know what's happened with them. They do have a game left, and that's against Georgia. And I just wonder, like, I, I sometimes I come on here with takes, and I'm like, I know this is a wrong take, but it's mine anyway. And I was saying that maybe Florida State should skip the game. I just, I don't think, you know, obviously you play for it, whatever. If they lose, everyone's going to say, see, told you so. But if they win, then what? I mean, if if the Florida State beats Georgia, th- th- nothing happens. They they don't they can't like nothing. In fact, it would almost even like make me as a Florida State fan feel more upset because then I'm like, well, look at this. We could have been there. I just feel like, and it's weird. It it's almost like they're in a no win situation with this bowl game. Yeah, they are. As you stated, if they beat Georgia, uh, most people would say. Well, Georgia didn't want to be there anyway because they feel like they got hosed. And if they lose to Georgia, well, see, we told you they were not deserving of being in the top four in the playoffs. So it is a lose-lose situation. But I think for Florida State, yes, you got you got you got the the wrong end of the stick and not getting the playoffs. But you, you had a phenomenal year, thirteen and zero with opportunity to be fourteen and zero. That's super impressive. You know how many universities would love to be thirteen and zero? with an opportunity to be 14 and 0. You know how many universities would love that? I'm talking about a, uh, a winning streak over what I think around 19 straight games or something like that. They've won. Um if I'm not mistaken. So what they've done in Tallahassee over the last 2 years has been outstanding, consistent. And it's hard to get over the hurdle of doing everything you're supposed to do and still being told that's not good enough to get into the playoffs, but hopefully they find a way to uh, gather the troops for one more game for this season and finish out with a flawless record. Now for Florida State, we might not have all of our guys, you know what I mean? Because we got a lot of guys that are NFL prospects and now seeing how the game of college football has kind of changed with bowl season, a lot of guys decide to do what? Opt out. So we don't know exactly. I don't know how our roster will look with all the pro guys that we have, potential pro prospects. So we have to wait and see. But hopefully I would love to see our guys go out and, and play angry and, and, and try to find a way to finish 14-0, and which would be a huge accomplishment for Coach Novell and his team. It's great insight, uh, great answer, and the one I think I needed to hear. Brian McFadden, <laughs> thank you for your time. 
Uh, we'll catch up again soon. That's Brian. Right, thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.